This is The Last Mile, powered by Segway Commercial. Join us as we discuss industry trends and our vision of the future of transportation. For more, be sure to check out b2b.segway.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Last Mile, a Segway Commercial podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Skirhawk. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of the show. So recently, Segway launched their first shared e-moped. So uh, today we're diving deep into electric mopeds with Moritz Meenan, co-founder and CEO of Electric Feel. They're a shared electric mobility software platform based in Europe. They help startups and public transport companies launch and scale shared mobility systems with light electric vehicles. Moritz, welcome. Thanks, Shelly. I'm super happy to be here. Great. Well, I'm glad to be able to talk to you because I, I want to pick your brain about you know shared e-mopeds. But first, uh, tell us about yourself and, and how you came to found Electric Feel. Yeah, sure. So, yes, my, my background's in industrial engineering. Uh, but pretty early on in my uh, university studies, I got really excited about uh, energy revolution and solar energy. And then when I finished my university, um, I had this problem. I realized that all the exciting stuff in solar energy development has already happened. So I was like, shoot, what do I do now? And so um, I had to get creative and you know, look around a bit. What's, what else is out there? What, what are exciting problems to solve um, that, that I could find? And growing up, you know, having grown up in a city in Hamburg, um, there was one thing that constantly struck me, which is that mobility is so broken in cities. If you think about it, you know, cars being stuck in traffic jam, um, then there's all this pollution and, and this noise from these vehicles. And I just thought, okay, maybe there's something um, um, that can be done here or that must be done here. Um, so this was pretty much um, the beginning of the thought process that says, what needs to happen to change this? And um, it's, it's very clear if you think about this a little bit, that electric mobility is, is an absolute no-brainer to help um, alleviate these, these problems that we have in urban mobility right now. But then, then you think, you know, why hasn't it already happened? The, the motor, the electric motor had already been invented in the early 1900s and still, you know, you see gasoline cars all over the city. So what needs to happen for that to change? What needs to happen for um, electric mobility as a whole to, to really take off and, you know, make our cities clean? And that's pretty much the start of electric fuel. Yeah. So would you just explain the difference between those different vehicles and, and why you would want to use a uh, moped in the city uh, you know, versus a bike elsewhere? So we started with, with bike sharing, as this is like the blueprint of, of shared mobility as we see it. Um, and a huge fan of, of cycling always, um, you know, it's the most energy efficient way how a human can can uh, get around, so uh, it's fascinating, it's here to stay. And when you're talking of e-bikes, um, e-bikes are, let's say, an evolution of the, of the normal bicycle, and what they offer is that people can get around sweat-free. So imagine you're going on a commute, you're going to work um, in a suit, right? And you don't want to sweat, and maybe you're not, you know, the biggest athlete, then the e-bike is really <laughs> practical. It's, it's just, yeah. and people also have said it's like, the, it gives you the superpowers. Um, and makes you sweat free. <laughs> you, you just get to the office, you zip there, you can be you know, pretty fast actually in getting around and, um, and it just works. And then you know, when you think of the e-moped, the e-moped is more covering distances that are larger than what the e-bike is useful for. 
So it's pretty much in between um, the car and, and the e-bike. Um, and this is an interesting gap that, that is being filled here. And, and we're excited, of course, to see how it flourishes right now in the market. And then the electric car, the main issue that, that, that we see with, with uh, also electric cars is that they still consume a lot of space. So whenever possible, whenever people um, you know, are, um, are happy to use a smaller form factor, like an e-bike or like an e-moped, um, then, then, then it's better for, for them and for the city. It's better for them because uh, they need less time looking for parking space because it's just much smaller parking space that they need. And it's, of course, right. better for the city because there's going to be uh, less space consumed by the vehicle. Right, exactly. So when you founded the company in 2012, the, elect the light electric vehicles sharing market uh, was in its infancy. So how have you seen the market change in 10 years? And, and how would you compare the market then to it, how it is now? Uh, yeah, it's a very good question. And it changed so drastically. There's so many things that changed. Um, I mean, on the one hand side, technology. Um, 2012, light electric vehicles and, and telematic systems that are used nowadays, they didn't exist. We started with bike sharing. And, and, and then it was really just the, the classical, you know, dock station based system with, with normal bicycles. And then over time, the e-bikes came in, uh, telematic systems like IoT systems came in. And then the electric moped came when we launched in, you know, 2016 with eCultra in Barcelona. And, and, and then from there on, it's just, you know, you know it, kick scooters, e-bikes, more and more form factors, designs uh, that have come up. So um, that's a huge evolution on, on hardware alone that has happened in the past 10 years. Um, then, and I think this is uh, just as exciting as the users, right? So in 2012, people were happy if they could get a hold of a bike in a bike sharing system um, in a city of Paris or, or London. Um, and they wouldn't mind if there are glitches. They wouldn't mind if they don't find a, you know, a docking spot when they return it because they were heavy early adopters. Um, fast forward to 2021. I mean, if you if you meet somebody now in a big city where there's a lot of sharing systems, and and you you see them maybe with an with an app, and they get frustrated over over a bug or so, then then you know why. It's because there's so much offering, so much high quality offering in the market right now. Most people have tried it before. They know the use case. Their expectations are super high, and and I think it's good. This this shows that the market has really grown up and. Um, these sharing systems are here to stay. Right. Well, I mean, there's that. Uh, there's the expectation for a great experience and, and a fun experience, and and I sure. think that's uh, that really speaks to all of you know these light electric vehicles. That makes that's what makes them unique. Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's got to be fun. Our name, Electric Feel, actually the company name, um, actually should hint to that. It's like people um, they don't have to see mobility just as a as a chore. Mobility can be fun. And if you've ridden, I don't know if you've ridden an e-bike before. No, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, okay. So every person that I see that for the first time steps on an e-bike, tries it out, gives it a spin or an e-moped even, um, and, and they hop off. They just have this huge smile on their face because it's, it's a lot of fun. And, and why shouldn't it be fun to move around the city and get to work? So that definitely, um, I think this plays nicely along with it. Yeah, exactly. Well, so uh, the market for, you know, these shared vehicles, it's been growing. Uh, but then, you know, 
things kind of uh, slowed down. Transportation slowed down. There wasn't as great a need for uh, for commuting when the pandemic hit. So now that we're starting to emerge a little bit, uh, can you speak to the pent up demand? That, uh, that we can expect uh, as we start to get on the other side of the pandemic? It's a great question um, because, you know, last year in March, 2020 March, um, when the pandemic hit, we were absolutely, you know, shocked. We saw just like this war. We didn't know what was going to happen um, to our industry and, of course, also to our company. And, and only then a few weeks in, we would see what would happen. Yes, people stay at home. People work from home. But sometimes people need to move. And at that time, what was very clear is that public transport, as we know it, buses and, and tram and rail systems, um, people really didn't feel safe using those. Uh, you need to respect um, you know, social distancing. And, and these systems simply couldn't, uh, um, couldn't deliver on that. Right. Um, and this is where you know, people thought, all right, what about shared mobility now? Is shared mobility safe? And, and then when you look at an Uber's, you know, a, a ride share system, people said, no, it's not, it's not safe because you'll be close to the, to the driver of, of the vehicle, right? What about bike sharing? Well, you don't have another driver. You can drive by yourself. You're even on the, in the fresh air with, with, um, um, and you, you have social distancing. What about the handlebars of the bikes or of the mopeds, right? And then people thought, okay, we may have to just adapt our operational processes. We have to... Uh, clean the handlebars uh, with a very high frequency to disinfect them to make sure that there is no transmission of the disease, right, of the virus. Right. So um, very quickly then it turned out that shared mobility does work under these circumstances if people take uh, measures very, very seriously. And that's what all of our partners have done. They've changed the way that they've done operations within days. Um, and we've shared best, best practices um, from operator to operator. And, and it was really um, you know, remarkable how, how this has worked out. And the result was that into summer 2020, shared mobility was a clear winner. The bike sharing system in London, they've had rec historical record numbers when people got out of their homes and just wanted to move around in the city. They didn't want to use the car. They didn't want to use public transport they hopped on a bike sharing system. So it started to make a lot of sense for shared mobility. Now, e-mopeds, um, they are just in an, quite an early stage still of the market. But throughout the last one and a half years now, we've seen quite a consistent growth in new system openings and demand also, you know, people reaching out to us and, and asking, hey, can we also build up such a service? Which, to be very honest with you, it, it surprised us. It, it, we didn't expect this coming. And, hmm. and so, so we can only see, you know, that emoped sharing has made it through uh, the pandemic thus far, and it doesn't seem like this is going to change. Well, those are all really great points about, uh, you know, if, if you're a business that uh, has traditional transportation in terms of, you know, subways and buses, you know, you want to be able to provide options for people and a right. safe option, a fun option uh, seems like these light electric vehicles, it is, like you've said before, it's a kind of a no-brainer. So where there's demand, there's definitely opportunity. Yeah. So what's important for businesses uh, that are looking to get into the, the shared e-moped market? What's important for them to understand? Okay, great. Uh, it's a great question. I think probably the very first thing I'd recommend for someone you know, starting this business is to, to come to one of the top cities uh, where e-moped sharing is deployed, 
you know, for instance, Barcelona, right? We have an office in Barcelona and you have, uh, you know, a variety of, of um, you know, companies offering these services there. You know, just uh, download the apps, um, uh, try all the services out and just ride, ride, ride. Because I think that the user perspective is just, it's key. Um, and you want to find out what's important uh, what works well, what doesn't, what you like about it, what you don't like about one or the other service. So, so this is really, really important trying it out. Uh, of course, you got to make a choice on, um, on your team. Do you want to build um, your whole operations team yourself or do you want to outsource this? Um, do you want to um, you know, build technology up or do you want to use an existing platform? Um, then you got to make a choice on the vehicle. You want to have you want to have for sure a very reliable vehicle that's built for sharing, um, and you want to think of do you want it with one seat or with two seats? With two seats, of course, it offers many different use cases than just with one seat. Um, then the helmet case. So there's a lot of questions around hardware for sure. Yeah, and then later on, once you have made the selection on on technology, essentially, you you need to think of how you handle operations, as operations is really ultimately the key to making the business work. Um, it's it's at the core of it. Um, you need to think that you'll you'll be swapping a lot of batteries. Um, you'll be hiring a team of battery swappers and maintenance people, um, and you want to plan your geofence, your operational area, and those aspects are actually really really key to figure out. That's what we found um, throughout every single partner of ours that's been successful now. Um, they've always taken operations very, very seriously from the beginning on, and this doesn't change in, 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 uh, in the future. Also, well, speaking of all of these factors that uh, go into this, uh, this business, uh, tell us about Electric Field's partnership with Segway Commercial. Right, yes, we're extremely excited to, to partner with Segway on, on e-mopeds for e-moped sharing because, you know, we spoke a bit before how um, the technology has evolved from 2012 to now 2021. And it's just amazing to see, you know, the Segway team, what's, what they've been putting together there as a, as a moped. Um, it's, it's really taken on a lot of learnings that are out there from, you know, how you build a really reliable um, a vehicle that's really built for sharing when it comes to operationality, like how to swap the batteries and, you know, having the IoT built in and all such things. Um, then um, the design is, is really just very well done and, and we've see, we're getting a lot of uh, uh, good feedback on this. And then on our side, I mean, we're, we've been working now a decade in this market, um, building software to support really successful sharing companies. And eMopeds is a strong horse for our partners using our platform. So, so we think it's a, it's a fantastic match. It's, it's a great match. Why reinventing the wheel when, you know, we can put these two blocks together of hardware and software and offer it to the market. And so the the specifics of the partnership. So uh, you know, Segway Commercial obviously is you know, Segway is a, a leader in uh, in these vehicles. And so uh, so this partnership is basically marrying, like you said, the software uh, with the hardware, right? All right. Yeah, it's a very good question. It's very simple. It's really just when you're starting a a business with eMoped sharing right now, um, you have a complete integrated solution. So you have the eMopeds and the software with a smooth user experience. Um, you have a high extent of operational efficiency through the integration and the tools uh, that we can offer together. So, so it's, it's, it's a great set to, to start and succeed. And so for somebody that's uh, interested in, in starting an e-bone bed sharing or getting into this, uh, this market, I guess, what, what advice would you give them? And, and how can Segway Commercial and Electric Feel help them? 
like I said before, just try it out. Um, form yourself an opinion, uh, you know, get out there. Uh, don't spend too much time on PowerPoint slides, um, <laughs> but, but, but really just, you know, um, try out software, try out hardware. We can, we can certainly help, you know, as we always do um, when people come to us, uh, you know, to really try to understand what the business case looks like and how you need to structure your team and what you need to consider in operations. Um, I think it's really important to, to figure this piece out uh, early on and obviously, you know, looking for great partnerships because in this market, it's going to be key to, uh, to build strong partnerships locally with the local transit companies, with uh, local businesses, um, and then obviously um, focus on, on your marketing, which is what most of our partners do is that they really um, prioritize this highly to, to win over customers so they, they um, use your service with their full heart. And that's the key of it all is that you're trying to relay uh, the experience of, of, you know, using one of these e-mopeds and, and, you know, you can't get that experience off of PowerPoint. You know, you have to get out there and really experience it for yourself. So, you know, if it means that you got to fly to Barcelona and, you know, ride a bunch of e-mopeds, you know, you're going to have to make that, that difficult sacrifice and, (laughs) and really, uh, uh, you know, do it, do it for the company, right? (laughs) Yes. It's, it's actually quite simple. Um, Segway has been, you know, excelling in building a great, great reliable vehicles for the sharing market. And we've been working with electric fuel for the last 10 years on building software to support um, the uh, successful business cases in shared electric mobility. So we thought we'd just partner up, you know, and build a great package solution that anybody who wants to start a business with e-mopeds now um, can, can, can uh, you know, uh, work with. And, and, and that's, that's about it. So, you know, if you're looking to get into the e-moped business, uh, basically there is this great package solution with Segway and Electric Feel. Yeah, exactly. Just try it out. Uh, give us a ring or call on the guys from, from Segway. Um, and yeah, we'll be happy to, to help you out. Fantastic. Well, uh, we really appreciate all of your insight today, Moritz Meenan. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Shelby. It's been a pleasure. And hope to see you in Barcelona one day riding an e-bike or e-moped. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, you know, if I got to make that sacrifice, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Well, thank you listeners for joining us on this episode of the show. Be sure to subscribe to The Last Mile so you don't miss any new episodes. Also, for more information about Segway Commercial, visit b2b.segway.com. Until next time, I'm Shelby Skirhawk. <laughs>